Captain Marvel gets a haircut and a new look, and also takes command of a space station. We'll talk about it ahead as we take a look at Captain Marvel, The Rise of Alpha Flight. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. After a critically acclaimed, if not always commercially successful run on Captain Marvel, Kelly DeConnick left the book, and uh, the series was taken over by Tara Butters, who wrote the Agent Carter series. So uh, we'll take a look at what she did in uh, this book, Captain Marvel, Rise of Alpha Flight, which elects issues one through five of the relaunch Captain Marvel series. Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers, who began her career as uh, Miss Marvel back in the 1970s. We reviewed Essential Miss Marvel number uh, volume one, uh, talking about that series. Well, she was uh, a lot of uh, identities uh, became Miss Marvel again, and then in 2012 she became Captain Marvel, uh, deciding that it had apparently been long enough since the death of Marvel for her to go ahead and claim that banner. Uh, and, uh, she's been Captain Marvel ever since 2012. However, uh, it's been a bit of a rough road. Uh, she has had a total of five different series. She had, uh, two series by Kelly DeConnick, and, uh, then another, this series, and then this was followed by the Mighty Captain Marvel, which was followed by another Captain Marvel series. Uh, though continuing on with numbering as if uh, they were starting from uh, scratch. And she is due this summer, uh, and might actually be released by the time this episode is out, to uh, have her own uh, miniseries, The Life of Captain Marvel, which is a relaunch uh, and definitive origin story ahead of the Captain Marvel movie due out next year. All right, well, that out of the way, let's take a look at uh, this uh, book, The Rise of Alpha Flight. Well, uh, Carol has gotten a job as uh, commanding a space station, which is the galaxy's first line of defense. And she leaves her erstwhile love interest, Rhodey, a.k.a. War Machine, behind so that she can go up into space. Uh, and actually, this is the second straight volume that started her doing that. The second Kelly DeConnick uh, volume had her leaving so that she could explore the universe in an Avenger starship. And in many ways, DeConnick was giving her much the same role as Captain Kirk. Here, she is taking on command of a space station, and it can be compared to Babylon 5, or it can be called, compared to Deep Space 9, uh, if you want to say strictly uh, Trek-based. Uh, she uh, points to her new haircut, which is short, uh, as opposed to the traditional uh, Carol Danvers style, which tends to be on the long side. 
and she tends to be skilled at putting it up when necessary. But uh, here they opted for shorter hair, and which amounts to most of her new look. And as far as that goes, it looks fine. It's a haircut that many women uh, realistically wear, and I can kind of see why she would go with it. So she arrives on the uh, space station, which is uh, staffed by the Canadian superhero team Alpha Flight. On the space station, she runs into her biggest challenge, which is her uh, first officer, Lieutenant Commander uh, Abigail Brand, who is doubting her fitness and whether she's up for the job, particularly with the heavy diplomacy. But thankfully for Captain Marvel, instead they encounter a ghost ship that happens to have uh, the Holostar on it, uh, the symbol that she wears on her chest, and she starts having visions of the original Marvel of the Kree. Well, overall, I thought the best character in this book was uh, Abigail Brand. There were at least a couple different sides to her uh, personality, and she tended to be the most interesting and uh, unpredictable character in the book with a lot of twists. Some people have said her general style towards Carol is passive-aggressive. I don't really see it that way. I think she has doubts, and she wants to assert her own independence, but ultimately, she never lets that get in the way of doing a good job. So, I thought she was... Again, the highlight of the book, character-wise, the art throughout is decent. And I think the story is not bad either. It's kind of like an average episode of Deep Space Nine, and maybe a slightly below average episode of Babylon 5. The biggest challenge with this book are the characters other than Brand, and I do include Carol Danvers. Uh, in that regard, it's really hard to get a feel for who they are, uh, particularly our ongoing cast members. Uh, it doesn't seem that uh, the writer really can have a sense of when to uh, do character moments to help our uh, audience really appreciate the characters. This is true if, like me, you've never read Alpha Flight. Now, you might get more out of this book if you were a fan of this uh, Canadian superhero team, but it's not particularly accessible to expect the uh, comic to go like that. With multiple characters around, you can't develop everybody, but you could have done more than was done, and particularly with the main uh, uh, heroine. It's really hard to get a grasp of who Carol is, other than someone who, as her natural preference, would prefer action to diplomacy. Overall, this isn't a bad book, but it's not really good either. The plot isn't enough to elevate the fact that the characters are ill-defined. If you're a fan of Alpha Flight, you may enjoy this particularly well. If you are the type of person who enjoyed Star Trek Deep Space Nine or Babylon 5, then this might be uh, your cup of coffee for a bit of nostalgia. But for me, I'll give the book a rating of not classy. All right, that's all for today. If you do have a comment, send it to me, classycomicsguy at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at classycomicsguy. And uh, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.